Hello, good evening, welcome back to Thursday Night Babble. Myself and Johnny are back, we missed last week, um, I actually haven't done a podcast for you I think in the last two or three, um, I think we just haven't, we've been like ships in the night Jonathan, just missing each other out. You were very bold on a podcast actually, and I haven't really got you back for that yet, I will. I think it was fully um, deserved. <clears throat> well like for instance today, uh, I... Brenton, I was slagging Brenton, and I just called him an oak, an oak tree. And I mean, I think that's an unreal slag to slag Brenton with now. You're he just an oak great. tree. Yeah, he's great. Um, so how are you first? Anyway, Johnny, how has your Thursday been? How's your week been? How's work? How's things? It's um, it's dragged. I watched I watched basically all of the Super Bowl. Are you impressed? Huh. I am impressed because I, I didn't. I watched the highlights of it the next morning. Ah. Uh. I was, I was texting <clears throat> Steve for a bit through it, as you've probably seen in, in our WhatsApp group. I didn't, uh, but my wife did, and she said she's going to kill her cousin Jonathan. Actually, I meant to tell you. She said she's going to murder her cousin Jonathan, because uh, <laughs> texts were coming through, so there you are. Uh, hang on. 50-50, Stephen's fault as well. Yeah, but Stephen's an old man. We you said something think. today about Steve, um, and let me just bring it up here again. because it's actually... being dead? Um <clears throat> Um, yeah, cut your toes off. How badly swollen are we talking here? And I was like, probably just thinking it's probably as swollen as his big dome. Like, but yeah, like I giggled at that. I swear, <laughs> he is a he is the Jack Wilshire of the babble. So if, if anyone <laughs> doesn't, if anyone that doesn't know, Stephen is the most injury and accident prone human going. Um, and I like he he's constantly just wrecking and smashing his toes, and he dropped a. Uh, 50 kg weight on his toes yesterday, I think. So he's in quite a distressful situation at the minute. Um, so yeah, there you are. So we're obviously going to give him no sympathy. Um, so your work, ah, uh, yeah, decent week. You obviously as well watched a little bit of the European football this week. Can I can I ask as well, like, what did what did you make of the Mbappe goal? Fuck me. Um, I thought it was a massive overreaction. Really? Yeah, honest to God. Like, he went past two people and put it into the corner. Well done. Fuck I think me. It's, it, for me, it's it's the pace of it. Like, I will tell you this now. We Figo scored an absolute worldie in favour say last night, and it was 10 <laughs> times the goal. <laughs> the figs. Up the figs. What? Like, I mean, you should have seen it. Oh. On, I think it was on the half volley. I, I caught, I was behind it in nets, and he's oh, gee, it was right in the top bag. What a goal, fix. Like you, you are better than Mbappe. No, I, I thought, like I, I made a point. I was thinking about this. I want to talk about this on Thursday night. I just thought it was a massive overreaction. Like, fuck me. Like Thierry Henry done that weekend week out, boys. Catch me. I knew, I knew Thierry Henry was going to get mentioned. I teed you up well. I teed you up well there. Well, um, he did. <clears> he did <throat> mention him, didn't he, Mbappe? Like um, last weekend. Oh, of course, like. Any young French forward that doesn't look to Thierry Henry obviously is a bit of a dose. You know, like he was the standard for well, for me anyway. Like the standard for forwards coming through in our era anyway. <clears throat> so they should all be looking to him. I don't know. I, I, there's something about Mbappe. I know, but you love him uh, though because he's going to be wearing probably the red of Liverpool next year. <laughs> no, he's gonna stay at PSG. I imagine. Um, I, 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 he just excites me, Mbappe, because he just he's he's the closest thing we've seen to Ronaldo phenomenal 
like mm. that we've had and he's there's just something about him. And the other night in the PSG game, yes, Messi was there and Benzema was there. Well, Benzema was not fully fit. Um, and, and the build-up was about sort of more about those two. And it wasn't really that much about um, Neymar even. And it was about obviously Mbappe possibly going to Real Madrid in the summer. But he just, he was brilliant the whole game. I thought he was constantly a threat. Ne- Messi was one of the poorest big games I've seen Messi be involved in. And then he missed, and obviously he missed the penalty. But, Mbappe said himself, what I thought was so impressive about it was afterwards, and I spoke fluently in Spanish, for playing him for Jordan, um, but he talked about how he knew what was going to happen, basically, because Carvajal already fouled him for a penalty about half an hour before that, and he knew, he stood the two defenders up, he knew, they can't touch me. That There's nothing, there, they're, they're not going to stop me here, so he flip-flopped between the two of them, and away he went, and I just thought, like, we never hear a footballer talk like that. We they always come out and say, "Oh no, good performance from the team," and yeah, oh, they just sort of ball fell to me and took my goal well. And and even Salah's done some mad goals, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, it just sort of happened." And or and Bobby's like, "No, nah, I knew what was going to happen. I knew what was going to do. This is what happened." And I, I thought that was really, really impressive. And more of that, like, I want to see people coming out and not be mad. He wasn't arrogant or brash, but he was just like, no, this is this is what I saw in front of me. So this is what I went for. thought that was really impressive. Yeah, it's not, it's not like the usual, you know, players and media trains. Just to say, like you said, great performance for the team, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't have done it without them. Uh, I can't, I really hope he leaves this brand that is PSG. I really hope he doesn't stay there. He's not going, I, mean, I don't think. I mean, lads, Michael Jordan's not going to shag you, like, give it a rest. Um, it's just it's in my head, and now this whole Jordan shite and PSG. Four I, kits I, now. Four yeah. kits, Philip. I, as someone who actually likes some of the Jordan stuff, but I'll, I'll maybe take that off the podcast because John's going to murder me, I think. Um, I, I, the report reports came out today that he's close to agreeing a deal with PSG for. I think it's could all end up in close to a million pounds a week. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah, that's that's stupid money for a, for a player. I think Mbappe has played this selfishly for himself perfectly. Didn't agree a new deal with PSG. PSG know now he's got two or three months left. He has to, they have to do something to keep him. Real Madrid know as well that he's two or three months left, and he's free agent, so they can also come in and offer him. People always laugh and joke all the time that Liverpool, I don't think Liverpool are any serious about it, but we'll talk about Real Madrid and PSG, and Mbappe is just like, name your price, basically. And there are sort of talks so that he'd, uh, I know the Independent were on it today and someone else picked it up as well, that he he played so well the other night and looked, at, looked around and thought to himself, well, where's my best bet here to win the big prizes? And he's, Real Madrid, yes, they're top of La Liga, but are they at that level? Like, are they one of Europe's top four or five teams? Do you know, I don't, I don't think so this season. I don't think they're at that level this season. I think there's two, possibly three teams in England are are ahead of them. I think PSG are ahead of them. Uh, we don't know what. Well, I know Bayern Munich drew last night with Salzburg, but you know what Bayern Munich can do with Robert Lewandowski. I just don't think Real Madrid are in the top. Five echelons at the minute. What do you think? No, no, can't can't say they are. Uh, the two teams top of the Premier League definitely are. 
probably Chelsea as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say they're in the top five. Um, hearing that, hearing that Messi, or sorry, Messi and Mbappe is going to be potentially on near a million a week. I think it's time they need to bring in a, a wage cap. It's ridiculous. Like that, just that that actually seconds my shade here, and not like that's just <laughs> there's no fucking need. Like I, I, on briefly, I'll just mention it. Said you before we come onto this podcast about uh, a pod I listened to about um, rugby and the state of that game, and like you know the money there gets nowhere near what footballers get. And to be honest, yeah, there probably shouldn't be anywhere near what footballers make because football's a massive global game. It's popular in every country in the world. But I mean, like that's just fucking ridiculous. When when's it gonna stop? Like it's it's gonna be up to two million a week or whatever, you know. It's that's just that's insane. How can how can football sustain paying a guy near a million euro, pounds, dollars, whatever, a week? It's just it's stopped. It's, it's just, absolutely insane. It's like, absolutely you, mental. If you said twenty years ago that PSG were gonna be able to get players like Messi and pay players near a million a week, you'd laugh. Jesus, like as rich as Chelsea are, as rich as City are, like, I mean, maybe City, but Chelsea certainly couldn't afford to pay somebody like a million pound a week. Probably Newcastle can now, and City yeah. in in the Premier League. But could City? Uh, yeah, but I I don't even think City would. No, you know? to be fair, that as much as we hate them, they're they seem to be kind of well run. And the fact that if you look at where they were when. Sheikh Mansour is not who they is that their owner. Mm-hmm. When he came in, compared to what they are now, you know, banned different teams across the globe. You know, the the academy, the training facilities they have now at City, just completely different. You hear Vincent Company kind of mention it in the City documentary on Amazon about how when they came in, they had like one boxing glove when he came, and now they have a whole great world class training facility. Um, it's just crazy. I don't know. I say stuff like that kind of just puts you off football and well that level of football uh i was chatting to my buddy sports glenn torn um during the week here about the irish league and i just said to him it's funny how the standard of the irish leagues went up um and we've said it before and I'm gonna say it again it's probably it's probably you know the future of football for people like myself you know i just couldn't be arse like I the only games I really kind of watch now will be Arsenal games like I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't take myself out of the way to go watch anybody else I'll keep an eye out for the likes of United and Spurs and West Ham at the moment because they're in the round the <laughs> teams I hate yeah teams that are going for the top four with us that's that's yeah. kind of what but I wouldn't sit down and watch them like because fuck them why would I waste my afternoon and evening watching <laughs> that United team here sorry shit and I'm sorry like but if, if I know like and we'll probably move on to the Thierry Henry stuff in a bit, like. But if Arsenal don't finish in the top four, I'll be I'll be disappointed, like, because we can't let that team, that United team, finish above us. They are fucking shit. I would say the biggest rivals for us to that top four are West Ham, honestly. But the state of football, the it's a fucking joke. I it? think I I I I totally I get what you mean with the the state of it and what's going on. I I'm just. At the, I'm in a crest of a wave with Liverpool because we've never had it so good. Like, um, even though we're what nine points, soon could be six if we win our game in hand behind Man City in the league. But we're we're through, or we're halfway 
through to a quarter final in the Champions League after beating the Milan last night 2 0. Hopefully, we can get that done. But seven games in a row now, we've won in the Champions League. When's the last time Liverpool did that? Mm-hmm. Uh, League Cup final and with a last 16, I think it is, tie against Norwich in the FA Cup. So I totally get that. Like where you're coming from, like it could be uh, so draining at times. But even though Liverpool are doing so successful, I do find myself thinking, like, where are we going here? Do you know, like, for Mo Salah, even to get, like, 400, whatever, K is the rumour. And it's never been out of his camp. It's always been out of the media. So you have to sort of take out a pinch of salt. I just think, like, that's insane. Do you know, like, where where are we going? Where is this Liverpool? Where are they going to go? What are they going to do? And, and even, like, professional football, where is it going to go? Because we, we all know, we might, someone might in a minute, there's a Super League coming. That's coming. We know heard whispers coming, of it like, again last night. Yeah. Well, we've said it for so many times. That's coming. The Super League's coming. We're going to have to just, whatever our decisions are on the end. And I was very, very strong last time. That'll be it for me. And it still would be that it for me. It still would be. Like, it's not not what I grew up on, not what I want to go to. Now, I'm not saying I won't watch it. I will. I'll definitely watch it. And I'll still watch it and I watch it from afar and I'll probably still have a support have a support for Liverpool. But I'll chuck myself into the Irish League and League of Ireland. Mm. And League Irish League League of Ireland fans might hear that and think, well why don't you do it now? But I wouldn't be able to commit myself to it now because, you know, whatever. I, I but I would want to. Like I, League of Ireland starts tomorrow night. I'd love to start going to some games in League of Ireland. Obviously I get to go to a lot in the Irish League uh at the weekends, which is great and I love that. Like Sometimes it's it's said too much, but like we definitely definitely take what we have as a product for granted here on the island of Ireland, hundred percent take it for granted. And I'm not just talking about the football on the pitch, Brenton. When we went to that Clippenville game, it's about the atmosphere in it. It's about the grounds, it's about the people, the connections you can make with people. Like it's all just what you want in football because it's just it's, it's just raw. If you know what I mean. It's raw. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, not all these brands. Yeah, I like, get what you I mean. I saw yeah. you. You watched the Super Bowl uh, on Sunday. Was it your first time watching Super Bowl? Oh no, I've watched. I've watched a few of them before. It'll probably be the only time I would. And Steve will say, like, and Steve said to us, the Super Bowl is probably the worst American football game to watch uh-huh. because there's so many better games in the regular season. Now, yeah, mm-hmm. I've watched a couple of Super Bowls just because of it's probably. It's probably one of the biggest sporting events, if not the biggest sporting event in the world. Even though I don't like the sport particularly, like, but there were there was a bit of an interest in it just because the LA Rams were involved, and I want to see them beat. They weren't. Well, it was good to see the Cronkies win something, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it was the first time I've ever heard our owner say anything, honestly, and he's been around from two thousand eight. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. But yeah, like I I, t- I totally get what you mean about the Irish League. Like, it's not. Um, you're not seeing stupid advertisements for all different sorts of wild stuff like um this week on twitter and it was actually addressed there was an arsenal uh like a member sort of thing now our director vinay was there the other night and talked about one of our gambling sponsors who's based in india when there's there's a lot of links to like you know crime and stuff like this here and all different sorts of things 
And our, the Arsenal fans and members of this basically said that they want the association with Arsenal and this Batten company gone. Gone. So we'll, we'll see. They'll say they're they're looking into this sort of thing anyway in the future. But that's what I mean. You go you go to Irish League, and Irish League is just what football should be. Burgers, greasy burgers with cheese and onions. You know, fans just going boogaloo, supporting their team. And there's no VAR, there's no none of that shit. It's just football. That's just kind of what you want. I understand. We've complained for years about football, about referees, sorry. And I, I do see this week that they're looking into, you know, reshaping that whole refereeing system in England. But I'd rather have one dodgy decision in a game from a referee than going to VAR and just showing they're incompetent anyway, you know. It's, um, like Glenavon played Portadown last weekend. I can't, I don't know who won that game. Glenavon. Wonderful. On the Lurgan Blues. Um, Glen Torn Linfield was on the TV on BBC on Friday mm-hmm. night, and like I watched the whole thing, enjoyed it. Like you know, it was it was a bit crazy to see like six thousand people in a stadium in in Northern Ireland. Um, been to the old before, nice ground. My mate was there, he loved it. <laughs> he thinks Glen Torn are going to win the league now. Have uh, a good Hooray. chance. Have uh, a good team as well. Um. But yeah, like uh, could see could see myself popping up to Morningview Park or something like that, or down to the Oval again, or up to Windsor Park or something to watch a game of football. Like, just um, you're not paying ninety pounds to sit in the top tier in the back row of the Emirates. You know, you. I don't know what, what I the hell the price of an Irish league well, ticket. Like? I uh, I think it's about ten or twelve. What I think as well, like I saw on Twitter, and I saw a few like obviously certain betting company ran with it but a few like other media um people say journalists sorry we're talking about it and there's discussions going on that what could football learn from like the super bowl you know like halftime show the way things go on i've been to an american football game was that twickenham to watch the la rams absolutely thump the arizona cardinals i think it's about 37 nil um bought a cardinals top as well before it which went down well and um because it was red and um yeah so obviously the game's different because it's stop start but there is bits of it like the showbiz and the razzmatazz mm-hmm. i think that is only suited for american sports i i don't think i know wolves do like a light show before their game which is fine i know celtic do disco lights when they score which is fine do disco lights the fuck look um but the razzmatazz, the whole glitz and glamour before it. No, what what makes football anyway in 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 Ireland and and Britain so special is when it's the nuts and bolts of it. It's the rawness of it. It's the it's the fucking howling from the crowd. It's you know what football in in anyway here on in England. Sorry, on the group on when pitches are in much better condition when it's pissing down rain. Tornadoes are running through, like see Burnley in Liverpool last Sunday, absolutely stinking day. And I've been to Burnley, and there was a stinking stink. And you, well, like when I turned the TV on, saw what it was like. Burnley I was thinking, oh fuck, they're going to beat us three 0 here. Wakehurst going to get a hat trick of headers, but it was perfect. Like, and it actually it made the games oh, such an knife edge then because you, you just had that element of like fuck. But Liverpool always cope with well. That's what I mean. If you start adding in these tweaks and things and start making it, which is going to happen when it gets to the Super League, you'll get people turning off for because people will want to go and go and get 
pure football, pure sport. Like I said, I mentioned about it, me and Brenton walking down the wee side street to Solitude. And we're in a queue. There's like four or five hundred people in this queue. But even walking up the main road, there's so many people walking about. The buzz I got, like I can still feel it now. It was just, you know, that buzz you get when you're walking towards the stadium. It's just unreal. People are talking. There's wee fellas running about chatting and singing. There's people uh, slagging people and all this here and brilliant. Like and and we lose all that, but that'll come. And I think eventually we'll chat. We'll look at that when it happens. But yeah, f- football. I think. It's already gone through the looking glass. It's already gone out out through the looking glass. Um, but I think a million pound a week to Mbappe is just gonna take the absolute pace. Mm. I did um I did notice before we started recording here tonight that the funding to do up Irish League stadiums grounds has seems to has been going it's going through. So That'll be that'll yeah. be massive for the likes of Cliftonville and Glentorns and teams like that who really do need that. Glentorn are due to get a lot, a, a, a lot, quite a chunk of that. Thirty-six million pound isn't enough for the whole league, and Glentorn are due to get a large portion of that. But they're going to change that the oval. It's going to be compact. It's going to have ten to fifteen thousand, I think, capacity, and um, but it's going to be more compact because obviously now tight because obviously now it's, it's it's the oval and obviously what this, the bank and stuff they're going to took away so that's needed but 36 million uh isn't enough isn't more is nowhere near enough more is needed but it's a start um, yeah so hopefully you know, they can it, get it is, it is good to see um like the ovals a, a nice a nice ground anyway um and then you have, you have a lot of nice grounds in the Irish league like i think more view park is is a lovely wee ground like I've actually played yeah. there before, so yeah, it's actually it's it's pretty decent. There's there's a couple of ones that are you know, Balamina Showgrounds, which is just just a big. Uh, it probably was Saturday. Of that fun. You're going there on Saturday. Mm-hmm. For Balamina v uh, Glenavon, which will obviously be covered on BBC Sport NA. Everyone check it out. Thank you very much. Um. But yeah, that's where I'm heading on Saturday for that. But so some of the ground, like Inver Park, obviously has had, has been redone and it's nice and compact and tight now. That's all the Irish League needs. Like if we do have Linfield fans, um, I don't mean to have a go, but Windsor Park shite. Do you know? Like it really, it's it's class stadium on the eye and it's class facilities, but it's shite when when it's. An Irish League game, or in a, that isn't a cup final, um, or a cup semi final. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you, there isn't the crowds that are there, and it does leave an emptiness. And and Linfield could have a ground that was ten to fifteen thousand, saying probably to, could get most weeks ten thousand people, including away fans, all into that. And then you know yourself, like when a smaller ground is so compact. You don't notice that it's only ten or eleven thousand because you're in it. It's like a cauldron. Then, do you know, like Elche in um or Ibar, sorry, in in La Liga, their ground only held like I don't know, like was it even ten thousand? And obviously, it was bouncing then when teams went to play them because it was such a nice compact ground. And and when it's full, when a ground's full and it's not empty, then you notice it. Like, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think. I think. I think. Mbappe is definitely possibly maybe he's the best player in the himself and with Salah, but I think 
million pound a week. If it does, obviously a million pound a week, you're that's hopefully enough people are going to be sort of feeling a bit ill about that. It's not Mbappe's fault if he's been offered it, don't get me wrong, but I'm not saying that. But people will be like, God, <laughs> this is insane. But t- you touched on Thierry Henry, Johnny. If the viewers aren't aware of it, what what has Thierry Henry said that's caused the Arsenal fan base to fall over themselves a wee bit again? Um, basically, in a nutshell, it's it's more or less that if Arsenal don't finish in the top four, it's it's a bit of a failure for Arteta this season. To what if he finishes fifth? I mean, if he finishes fifth, I know it's not in the top four. But if he finishes fifth and he's just outside the top four, it's still a still an improvement, is it not? It's still an improvement, yes. Um, and you know, a lot of a lot of media and journalists wrote us off the start of the season that we probably wouldn't even get any European football again this year. I just feel though the way that the league's going and the teams around us, if we don't finish top four, I'll be so disappointed. Because like Spurs are for I'm not to bash Spurs like, but I mean they're just like their own manager is literally slagging how bad they are. United are <laughs> atrocious. United are honestly atrocious. Like I'm you're enjoying really... that Spurs stuff too much, by the way. Uh, so what? I don't care. It's it's, it's enjoyable. I'll enjoy it while I can. <laughs> and if, like United are are shades. You know the the whole thing with a player that's you know been just ridiculous. Uh, West Ham seem to. I don't know, go hot and cold. You know, there's some weeks they can be unbelievable and there's other weeks that just they're crap. So I think Arsenal really need to grab this opportunity with both hands and just finish in the top four this year and it'll be easier for them to attract better players in the summer. They'll get more money from being in the Champions League. They need to get back in there now because United will probably go and, you know, blow another billion on players and... Spurs will get stronger, and West Ham are attracting players now. So, I think it's really, it's really vital that they do try and finish in, in the top four and get into the Champions League. I mean, if they don't, like, it's not an absolute disaster if they finish in the Europa League spots. But I just think it's really, really there this year for Arsenal. Like, I think Arsenal have the best starting eleven out of all four of them teams. Um, yeah, and I would really, I'd really take great joy in. Ronaldo being pissed off that he has to play in the Europa League next year. Because you imagine he won't, Ronaldo. He won't be there then. Well, uh, ah. I seen Marcus Rashford commented on something today. Somebody tweeted him about something about Ronaldo, like basically making it all about him. And Ronaldo wants to bring in like guys, his own people, and all this here sort of shit. He don't know the full ins and outs of it, but Rashford replied basically saying, "No, that's a lot of crap. Why are you making that up for?" But um. Yeah, it'd be lovely to see United finish like eighth or something. I th- Arsenal Arsenal have a great chance, um, a great great chance doing it because of the games in hand. The games in hand though are gonna be because they're gonna get another one here because the League Cup final which was play Liverpool, and you obviously we're playing Chelsea in the League Cup final, so you're gonna have three then games in hand possibly. You might play. I think you might to play one next week with United in the. When United are in the uh, the Champions against Atletico Madrid, so you, you'll have two. But if Arsenal win those games in hand, this is what I keep saying, and I said it the other night. 
if a team for the top four can somehow put a run together, five games, just bang, bash them all off, five wins, they'll be home and hose because the rest of them can't hold their shit together. Do you know who our games and hands are against? Uh, game and hands are against, sorry. It'll be Liverpool and Chelsea. And the other one, Spurs. Lowered above. Yeah, so not not probably the easiest uh, games in hand to have, to be honest. Like, But if you want to finish in the top four, you got to... I mean, yeah, got to beat Spurs. Um, well, period. Period, yeah. I mean, Liverpool's at, at the Emirates, I think. Yeah, um, it is, yeah. I think we'll be doing well probably to get <laughs> to get a draw uh, with the Liverpool and Chelsea. Oh, how the turns have tabled, sir. Yeah. Liverpool just seem to, to always get a result against welcome us. Welcome to now. me in the early noughties. Welcome to yeah, me. I think, I think, you know, it would be lovely to get seven points out of, them, out of them games, but realistically, I can probably see us getting maybe a win. Maybe. Against Spurs. As, uh, yeah, I mean, if we can only win one of the games, like I'd technically win against Spurs all day. Oh, I maybe get a draw against Chelsea and try and get a draw against Liverpool. But I think we just have to be realistic here. Like we'll probably not. Um, we're probably going to lose one of those games at least. So it's yeah, it, it's. I I don't think it's it is important that. Obviously, United and Arsenal have to get... I think Chelsea are home and hose, by the way, in third. So this is a Brent Neal and Knight uh, offer. I think Chelsea are third. I don't think they'll catch Liverpool or City. And I don't think they'll be caught by the chasing pack. I think they'll have more, They'll have enough. They'll have a game as well as United. they win it. they go back to, I think, it's, is it six points possibly ahead. Well, uh, if we win our two games now, just for argument's sake, we go two points behind them, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we have the consistency in our game no. to kind of keep pace with with Chelsea, to be honest. Well, so it is obviously. I think it, it's it's an absolute disaster if Manchester United finish fifth or sixth. Like that is a failure of all fate. That's a, a that is humongous. That is a massive brain fart for them. I think if Arsenal finish fifth though, and produce a good run to the end of the season and keep producing some results and whatever that they've been doing, that's another sign of improvement. Now, yes, it's it's not the Champions League, but it is European football again, and then it is another building block. And I, I, I would like to think Arsenal are not looking at it as in Champions League or bust, because we talked about this before. Everybody focuses too much... Uh, this is going to sound silly. Everybody focuses too much on Arsenal's results at the minute, right? Um, and especially if Arsenal have a bad result, it is meltdown. And I'm not just talking about Arsenal fans. It's like Twitter goes into hysteria about Arsenal, right? But not enough people are focusing on what Arteta has actually done to that squad. Yes, there was the hype around Aubameyang because Aubameyang left and there was a whole furore about that. But he's come into that squad and he is he is moulding that squad into his own squad. That squad's not ready yet. I don't think for Champions League tilt. But a year at the Europa League. Now, if he's get it, and me and Brendan both said he wants to get it. If he's do get Champions League, amazing. Go on from there. Young squad in the Champions League. Let's see what happens. Brilliant. Um, might end up getting a few licks. 
Do you know what I mean? Because they are still going to be a young enough squad and a lot of them be fresh-faced in the Champions League. But if they got a year in the Europa League, building on it, building on it, possibly win the Europa League, then in a year, in this time next season, or sorry, the end of next season, Arsenal are Europa League champions, back in the Champions League. What a building block that is, too. Do you know what I mean? So the, like it, it, it is. They put there's too much emphasis, I think, sometimes on having to get the Champions League, and there's not enough look at well, what stage actually are this football club at? Because when Klopp came in, uh, Liverpool in in uh, in October, um, it was like brilliant, and we had so many mad mixed results. I know Arteta's been there a bit longer than what Klopp has been there, and Arteta's already won an FA Cup, but the whole thing was on. Klopp has to get that Champions League this year. That's why he's in. Did everybody get the Champions League? Everybody got nowhere near it. They got to close to it because they got the Europa League final and got absolutely dusted by Unai Emery and Alberto Moreno, uh, who was unfortunately playing for Liverpool at the time. Um, but you know what I mean? And it was like seen as this big mad f- failure and, oh my, Liverpool, no European football next year. Oh my God, that is absolutely horrendous. What are Liverpool going to do? They're never going to get out of this. What are they going to do? Next season, I think it was down to the final day, Gino and Aldum, against Newcastle possibly as well, scores for us, Champions League football. Um, now, we were a wee bit longer in the tooth, obviously, than some of the Arsenal squad. We weren't just as young then, but then Liverpool were able to progress go and go and go and that's not been looked at i find i don't know what you think because you're the Arsenal fan but i find it that it, it's just it's all about for arsenal if they don't get this champions league done out you go michael arteta what he's gonna do then like <laughs> do you know what i mean mm-hmm. out you go michael right who comes in next because no, if well, it's Thierry Henry, you're gonna get you're gonna get relegated yeah well Henri's had a bit of grief because people think he's licking Daniel X's ass. He's been too buddy buddy with him and wants him to take over. Um, like I'm still not the biggest fan of the Cronkies or anything, but it has been pointed out that they have obviously put a bit of money into the club over the last while. Uh, mm. I don't think it's bust for Arteta if he doesn't make Champions League this year. I'm just saying my own. Oh, do you do? This summer, if he doesn't do? get if Champions you... League. I think, Cousin Mod and I owns Arsenal. So what do you do? I think we just gave him more money to to invest in the squad, to bring in the players he wants to bring in. Like I think he's shown this year that you know the guys that he he wants have came in and made an impact. You know your Ramsdale, mm-hmm. Ben White, Tamiyasu, like have all been fantastic. Um, Odegaard, Odegaard's been been brilliant. He's he's been the one making the, the team click in the middle of the park. Like it's. He's got rid of he's since um Arteta's came in, sorry, he's cut the wage bill by forty five percent. Like that's that's no that's mean a, feat. That's like, a brilliant thing. Like. Yeah, like and like he's got out he's got out uh, a rat to the media because we all know Ozil was telling his um agent everything that was going on inside the Arsenal dressing room and he was leaking it to the media then. That's this fact. He done it. And it's still it actually still noisy. Ozil's been gone for what a year now, and there's still Ozil fanboys going on at Arteta. I'm like, get the fuck and go sport fan about share to my side. He's got rid of a Bamiang who's like just a child. He's gone. Thank God that's that shit's over. He got rid of Mustafi. I, th- I think the only person he still needs to get rid of is Shaga, and then we're we're flying. But I mean, he's 
he has done a decent job. Like we, we can't sit here and say that he hasn't. You know, he's got like nobody would have thought Arsenal would be competing for the top four this year, and they are. I just think my own personal feeling is that looking around me at what's there, the teams around us are just like it would, it would annoy me if Man United had cut top four. It really would. Like it's just <laughs> they're just so inconsistent and shite. And the players, like it seems like there's kind of an internal feud going on there. Like they don't trust the manager, and the manager is absolutely clueless. Like Ralph, fucking whatever this freaking surname is. Like it seems like the players aren't agreeing with his methods. Like there's so much out there about this that it just can't all be rumors. You know what I mean? Like there's obviously mm. this is obviously coming from somebody within that dressing room, which is leaking this to the press. So for them to finish in the Champions League, I just think it'd just be. A real disappointment from an Arsenal fan's perspective. They have a team on paper where they shouldn't even be in a dogfight for top four. Yeah, you know, but they don't have a team. Uh, like a team that's. I know Arsenal have had some some up and down results, but there still seems like a team there now under Arteta. Like a, a definitely team going in in a four direction, whereas United are all. I'm not sure what's going on, but like for, reducing the weights by forty five percent, like getting an actual structure in place at Arsenal where they're not a laughing stock. They're not a they're not a, a base where a player goes just earn a paycheck. William, do you know what I mean? They're actually a club where there's a bit more respect to them. Do you know that that's a massive thing for Arsenal because they have been a laughing. You know what you've you've said it yourself. They have been a, the butt of everyone's jokes and laughed at and thing. I I I don't know. I think our too much focuses and there there should be a certain element certainly of the focus on Arteta and of the football and on the football results I get it but if Arsenal are serious and they want to keep progressing then it has to be this way at least for another year at least give them another year after this to see where that and if we're at this point next year where they're way out of top four contention and they're faffing about then it hasn't worked but if we're back at this point next year they're in fourth or whatever, and they're in Europe. Then he's progressed. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't just do it. And Arsenal aren't going to just do it in one summer. Well, like it, City didn't even do it in one transfer. Pardon me, one summer. Now they're all conquering. They're City, and like obviously everybody knows Liverpool's tail and how they built the club. It doesn't happen like that. It took Fergie was the six years before he got serious at Man United, and then he, I mean, he did all right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the sack. They just need Arsenal. Are, I think they're in a perfect place to be that. Yeah, they're in a perfect place now to be another one of those teams that show lead by example by a bit of patience and seeing where we go from here. And it'll be interesting anyway, John, to see the top four race. I think it's going to be. People think it's going to be the only race on the relegation one. We'll see what happens, but it's going to be very exciting anyway because there's so many teams involved. Um, somebody else. Oh, Phil's completely gone. Phil has left the podcast. It's just me, me here talking to myself. What the hell will I talk about on my own? I don't even think I can finish the podcast. Like, I don't even think I can turn it off. But anyway, here we are. Just yep, yep, yep. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. <laughs> this uh, this pod, Phil and I shall all be in well. I'll be back next week, uh, where we will talk about who knows what. There hope there will be no delays. 
Um, yeah, so support us as best you can, as Phil always says. Um, on Patreon, give whatever you like. You know, it'd be lovely if you give us loads, but give us whatever you can afford. I know things are expensive these days, but... Oh, Phil is back. Phil, <laughs> Phil. I yeah. was just I was just telling our, our lovely listeners that. I heard it all. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, was that so going. good? Yeah. That's so good that you could hear. You were doing very well there, sir. I was just about to wrap it up there before you came back in. Um, yeah, fair enough. Then you, you work away, you wrap it up, and we'll end it for tonight because I think the internet is dodgy off this evening because of big, what is yeah. it? Is it Storm Eunice or something? Some Storm Dose Storm of Shake Storm Uranus. So, <laughs> be my guest sir but uh, I've had dairy today so you might want to come in and renew me um, yes what, how are you going to wrap it up there where, where was that oh yes so patreon.com forward slash is it the football bubble or football bubble football bubble football bubble this is all, This is why it should be the sports bubble again Bratton or you're going to probably bleep that out nope is there, is there some kind of you know trademark or copyright problem here that I'm not aware of that every time I say that name I get bleeped out what is what's going on with that <laughs> no that'll be your cousin Brenton would do that um... one one day I'm going to get I'm going to get to be put in charge of the Twitter for a day or something and I'm telling you there'll be all sorts of havoc and we're uh, going to need a solicitor there'll be name changes um, <laughs> I'll be the only admin I'll lock the other two out of it, and I will do whatever I please. Well, I mean, I'm... this is still recording, and you've just told us what you're going to do. So, but I mean, like, is I have said similar things in the past, and there was one night you actually did say to me about running it. But oh, I... we will let you run it. Maybe the, the North London Derby. Maybe. Oh, I don't think I, I don't think I could cope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe if Arsenal get to say the last game of the season. I need to win it to finish in the Champions League spots. Maybe, maybe you, you could do um, the League Cup final. Yeah, you, I'll, you could do that. that. That's you. That's you. Oh, God help you. That's me in the oak tree. Um, yes, folks, red. Jonathan has wrapped up the podcast. We're going to call it quits there. I, I ain't going to apologise to anyone who's listening now. I'm not going to get editing. I don't know how I'm going to edit out some of the snips that, that it went balls up there. I'll try it. Um, but I probably won't get it done. So uh, just bear with it. And uh, thanks for listening anyway, folks. Um, and we'll chat again at the weekend, after the weekend's games. Enjoy the rest of your week and good luck. <laughs>